1: Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Gary gets here, walks across the dead ball line, now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes, changes direction... This is Rugby League, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Terry Evans. It's still on for Manly. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom tra- I'm happy with Good choice there. My goodness. Hello and welcome to the SC Playbook Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. I am your host, Tim Williams. We are one week out from the rep round, we're past the midway point. Of the SuperCoach season, it's exciting times ahead. Here to talk through it with me is, as always, the SuperCoach Spy. Spy, how are you, mate?
2: Boys going well. Tuesday Avo, um, looking after the young fella today, so I'm ready to talk a bit of footy and uh, recap the weekend and the weeks ahead.
1: Beautiful, mate. And how's the side tracking? You know what? About 50 minutes into the Paradoggies
2: game, yes, so I was per- feeling pretty bloody deflated. I'll give you the tip. I own Mitchie Moses, Penicini, uh, and Sivo. I'm like, this is not good. I've had a decent week. I'm going to stagnate again. Oh, deflated was the word. It's just one of them bloody years. I'm doing what I can, and then boom, boom, boom. Mitchie, despite deciding he doesn't like scoring tries, still did score 65 in the last 20. put Panasini over with a one-hand catch, um, and Sivo got 30-odd, so... I've ended up all right. Ended up with a bit over 1300 uh, into 2,300 with a pretty solid lineup, I think. So, look, we'll see what can happen, boys. But feeling a lot better than, yeah, about 60 in yesterday's game.
1: Very solid, mate. There's uh, a bloke who's well positioned for 17. You're yeah, definitely in striking distance there. That Parramatta game, Papali'i was the only player that I had in it, and there was a lot of people talking Moses, Sivos, Browns, Pennsylvania. I was terrified, and it just honestly flipped on its head for coaches. Also joining me, he's uh, the resi- resident funny man of SC Playbook, which let's be fair, there's not much to beat, but as a bloke who, who's regarded as the funny bloke in the crew, I've already put pressure on him by saying that, but actually doing pretty bloody well in Supercoach as he did last year. Nick Moon, how are
0: you? Uh, good fellas, thanks for having me on again, second time this year, so good, good to be back.
1: Good band to mate. Straight into it, <laughs> and how, uh, how? How's your sidetracked? <laughs> I, I know you. I know you're not the spy's biggest fan, so you'll be taking this chance for a bit of a gloat. Yeah,
0: um, currently ranked very much higher than the spy, um, which I take great great joy in. Um, currently ranked, I think ten one oh four nine. So had thirteen fourteen on the weekend, which was really good. A, um, Back ended with bringing in Ezra Mamm, who I didn't play, along with Matt Butcher, who also didn't play. Um, so I had a few NPRs that scored pretty well, but brought Ma'am in, brought um, Brandon Smith in, and used another boost to bring in Ballotalo. So that one really paid off. Um, so tracking pretty nicely for 17. We've got a few blokes uh, coming back, and hopefully, hopefully can uh, throw a pretty good side up for round
1: 17. Beautiful mate. Spy, did you end up uh playing Mam in your seventeen this week?
2: Why would you need Mam, mate, when you have the a and Moses, please? Oh, that's all right, mate, Don't worry You about do that know way. Moses you know Moses is called Mam, right? Until it's supercation. you need points, but just just checking, just
1: checking. Oh, all about that money, um, boy. Actually
2: just speaking speaking of that, Mooney, you've got you're about hundred and fifty points in front of me, so for the next couple of weeks while that lasts Probably hang on to that because I'm actually funnier than you over a, a bunch of
0: schooners as well. So enjoy what, enjoy it while you can, mate. I haven't oh, seen you buy a bunch of schooners yet, mate. So I'll, uh, <laughs> oh.
1: I'll, I'll wait
0: for the day to that to happen. Oh
1: god, yes. Right. <laughs> <God>, <laughs> Kuma Stallions, thirteen hundred and thirty-two points into a hundred and forty-seventh overall. Uh, so we are in striking distance. Not too far off it at all. Uh in today's show, the Supercoach relevant team news out of the Tuesday afternoon team list, we'll be discussing our plans with Ryan Pappenhausen and how we're getting him into our team or planning to, because uh, I know particularly people that brought Ezra Mayer, myself included, it's not as easy as it sounds with the price tag and positions and all sorts of things. Uh, the Supercoach hot topics, as always, trades and skippers for round 15 into some questions and then we'll be wrapping it up after that one. The SC playbook. In-house league is second overall still. We can't catch the blokes out in front just yet. I do believe they're lads from St. Greg's Campbelltown. My old stomping down hell of a school. Stomping ground, I should say. Hell of a school. Plenty of rugby league royalty coming out of that one. James Tedesco, one of the most recent. Unlimited group. Bearded Clams. Coached by Alex. This is the SC Playbook Unlimited group. Is running second and A shout-out to Roosters pack coach by Troy, who is fifth. I do believe he was first last week, and I missed the jump on that one. So hopefully we can get him back up to first, but on fire, mate. Guys, the SC Playbook subscription package. We've had a price drop, $20 for the rest of the season, down from $30. Uh, We are at the halfway mark, so keen as to do that and get the extra articles every week. Into your routine, access to our subscriber-only WhatsApp group. Myself and contributors answer your questions each and every week. Uh, I jump in for a Q&A over Thursday afternoon for a good, solid session answering questions there and plenty more. Fellas, let's get stuck into it, hey? Team news. The major, not a major, major one here, but Harry Grant starting after playing off the bench last week. A little bit of a a niggle there to Brandon Smith. Definitely helped his minutes, but it was a a decent sort of game with the Roosters last week. Spy, you traded him out. I think Mooney did. We'll get there in a second. But uh, how are you feeling about trading Harry Grant out at this stage after a, a solid outing last week, but not too bad?
2: No, really good, mate. He come back and what got fifty odd. Um, he looked good as he always does. He was brilliant in Origin, but it's panned out nicely so far. I did get Reece Robson in, who's been in brilliant form. What a player! He might become a really nice uh, dual hooking option for me as well, alongside Harry when it comes that way. But Harry lost ninety k. His break even's one fifty again. Which he at him he could hit. But if he goes, even if he gets another eighty odd, drop another fifty k, can pick him up for six seventy odd. Feeling good, mate, and the fact Robson's scoring so well is is handy as well. But I think if you've sold, you're happy enough. But on the same same token, if you've held him and you know he's starting this week, then you go, you beauty.
1: I've got mm, it on my yeah. side.
2: It always makes you feel good.
1: That's it, mate. Mooney, Adam Reynolds out for the Broncos. Payne Haas has been named in the at uh, prop <laughs> forward despite that AC joint injury to his other shoulder. Same thing, it's a bit of a pain tolerance thing that may seem miss one to two weeks. They'll assess that throughout the week. Lots of selling. Uh, I, I don't know if you're an owner, but would you be selling A, if he plays, and B, if he doesn't plays, or would you be holding?
0: Yeah, I'm not an owner of Payne Haas. I haven't owned him all year, and I think when I was on the podcast last time, the same question got put to me about his other shoulder. Mm. So I can probably just rehash what I said the first time around. I probably would sell him because... I think they'll probably look at carrying him through these next few weeks just to get him in right for origin um, when they comes back. Like you said last week, I think because they're going so well, they probably don't need him to play the big minutes um, that he's had to over the past few years. So he doesn't have to carry the side. Paddy Carrigan's killing it. Um, their forward packs from rolling forward. So he's not really that type of player that they need to rely on too heavily. So, yeah, I'll probably be looking to trade him out just on that thought that, look, he's a 70 ceiling, like, that's that's what we're weighing up. And, I mean, if you're looking at that, you can probably look at a Joey Taps or someone else in the back row that you can um, you can bring
1: in. Spy, are you in the same boat? Would you be selling if you owned, let's say, regardless of playing this week? Or, or would you be holding a bloke who – I mean, he's definitely a keeper and a bloke. We won't definitely need back post-origin, but we'll be pretty keen to get him in.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit tricky to answer because I don't own him. Um But I agree with what Mooney said in relation to minutes and he probably isn't going to need to pay massive minutes. But in saying that, it still trades to get him in and out. He's at 530k now, so his value's a lot less. I don't mind doing it if it means grabbing someone like a Campbell Graham or even a Brian To'o who we'll get to later. So I'm not against it, but don't feel like you have to trade him because if you just hold him for the rest of the season, you'd probably come home strongly as well. But yeah, certainly if it's going to get you someone who you can really fly home with and probably play 17 as well, that could be it. Could be pretty good for your side. So depends on your side, but uh, I'd... The short answer, I'd lean towards selling, but there's no urgency if you can get guys in, in other ways.
1: Ryan Pappenhausen named on the extended bench for Melbourne, I forgot to mention. Uh, we'll get to that topic later. Ronald Volkman, the, sh- the young star who went to the Warriors midway through this season, named in the halves alongside Sean Johnson. Adam Finol, blake named on the extended bench. Josh Curran starting for the Warriors after coming back from injury last week. Spy, not one you'd probably need to get in before 17, but I know you're a big fan of his. Is he a bloke on your radar for the run home? Uh, He could
2: be for a run home play, but you just want to see how the Warriors rotation looks more than anything, but Curran's brilliant. What worries me, if you do use a trade to get him in, he's a little bit injury prone just because he goes so bloody hard. He's always in positions to get himself either HIA'd or hurting that shoulder. Um, he is scary to own, but he can be enjoyable. So I don't think it's someone I'll get back on that fact and the fact is with the Warriors. But look, he could be a pop play down the line. And just quickly before we move on, Ronald Volkman, uh, he's a young fella. I've, I've watched him in two trials once in the past couple of seasons. Well, he can play footy, very, very talented, pretty exciting in what he does. So it would be interesting to see what he brings to that Warriors side, um, purely from an NRL sense and maybe becomes a downgrade if you need to at some stage.
1: Yep. Ewan Aitken, a pretty well-owned player, out with concussion. Moon, if you owned Ewan Aitken, would you be looking to sell with no round 17 coverage or is he another that you'd be happy to hold for the season?
0: Yeah, he was one I got rid of oh, a number of weeks back here. No round 17 coverage, not playing this week. They've got Tohu Harris back. Um, Curran's obviously back playing good footy. If you've still got him now, it's probably old, to be fair. I'll probably be old in him. It's one less trade you have to play. And you can use him between centre wing and second row, which might come in very handy if you need to make a trade somewhere else along the line.
1: Sam Verrill's back for the Roosters. Not enormous super coach significance, however. I do think it's good for that entire side just to, to get a specialist hooker back in there. I think it can only be good news for your Teddies, your Manus, your Sammy Walkers, all these sorts of players. Spy, over at the Tigers, another one of your boys, Adam Dewey, back on the bench for the Tigers, not the extended bench, the bench. Uh, I know you're a massive, massive fan of him. Is he a bloke who, the Tigers, who I, I know there's not really many targets in that side, especially New's breaking this afternoon that I believe Luciano Le Lua is going to be immediately or has been immediately released to go to the North Queensland Cowboys, which if – like that's enormous for the Cowboys, honestly, especially with yeah. Luke out now. Um, but, yeah, not many targets there for 17 because they're battling, but Adam Dewey, uh, if he comes back and looks all right, what are your thoughts on him? Mate, hey,
2: you know how much I love Dewey, but he's coming off an ACL. He relies on that change of that bit of explosiveness to really do his damage. Um, I think he should still be okay, but he's based at an average of like 80-plus last year. Uh, for that value, um, he'd want to be playing very good footy. Not to say it's not capable, but certainly keep an eye on in the first couple of weeks before round 17. Uh, if he's looking fantastic in his goal-kicking, then maybe, but just that ACL factor, not for me at this stage.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Lads, let's jump into our topic for the week, and it is what to do with Ryan Uh Let's let's presume, based this on him playing this week, obviously we'll get more and more news throughout the week having been named on the extended bench. As I said, uh, probably the number one target for round 17 in that, look, he's one of the best players in Supercoach, one of the best ceilings in Supercoach, round 17 coverage, you just, you really need to be doing as much as you can to get him in. So, but I'll start with you, mate. What's your plan with Pappy? Do you have room for him at fullback in your side at the moment? Do you have to free it up? Uh, it's a lot of cash. When do you want to bring him in? Fire away, son.
2: All right. Firstly, I still own Pappy.
1: Oh, awesome he play. does too. Damn I do
2: that. <laughs> but look, from my point of view as an owner, obviously stoked his back concerns around him would be how he comes back from injury. Is his confidence the same? How is Melbourne going to go? Probably pretty bloody well, but you never quite know. It can take a little bit of time um, at different stages of returning from injury. So we'll see how that goes. The other one, he's a smoky for origin. If he's playing well, origin three, maybe he's a bench par or something like that. Um, hopefully not, but it is possible. Nico Hines is up there, so every chance he may play 14. But if Pappy's exploding, maybe he gets <laughs> a nod as well there. And the other one is just his price. So if he does come back, he could potentially lose some money. Uh, so there's all that adds up to me is that I wouldn't buy him this week as a non-owner. Just see how he looks. Make sure it's a Pappy we know he is. Uh, worst case scenario as an owner would be he comes back and they bring him off the bench for 30 minutes to ease him in. I didn't even think of that till today, but I anyway. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think if he's healthy, he just starts. That's what he does. Hopefully, he goal kicks. Just depends on how his hammies and all that are. But there's that that factor as well. Maybe he doesn't kick for a couple of weeks. In short, mm. you've got to be holding, but be ready to swoop. And if you have a look, they've got Brisbane, then Manly. Maybe if you want, you can wait till around 17 for that Sharks match just to make sure he's playing. On the flip side, if he looks good this week or if you're feeling feeling a bit gutsy, then grab him because if he scores 140, you'll keep his price, you'll pocket those points and everyone else panics. So I'd be on the, the not-buy train at this stage, uh, but pod players can win titles, so don't be absolutely against it if he's named to start on Friday night.
1: Mooney, Lil Pappy, talk to me.
0: Well, you're going to walk into this one, Fats. I'm just going to place the reserve off Jai and put it on him. To,
1: You've got him too. So I've got him too. Uh, that's all she wrote for the SC playable yeah. podcast this week. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. You've got him, yeah, I, him as well.
0: I just I just saw the – when he got injured, I sort of waited it up and went, look, maybe it's four weeks out into the bye, which, which he wouldn't have played anyway. Um, I sort of half thought he might be back. The, this weekend just gone. But, I mean, what is he? 930k. You trade him out, yeah, you can set your side up. But he's a bloke that you need for the run home. So I just figured, look, am I going to be able to find 900k somewhere? Obviously, you can. But I just sat him there just thinking he might be back a bit earlier. And thankfully, I've been able to cover the cover the, um, the loss of him, really, for the last few weeks and, and be okay with it and not realise. I would say not realise I had him, but it, it's been a blessing just having him there. On the flip side, if I didn't have him, um, here's one for it. I'd probably look at moving, probably maybe look at moving Nico Hines on. Um, he's in that fullback position, halfback, yeah, the switch around. I'll put him a little article that a few, several, 17 people might read, but <laughs> you take his one, he take his 180 score out. He scored against the Warriors in round nine. He's had scores of 68, 50, 82, 51, and 61, so... There's a pod play to, to anti pod Nico Hines potentially. Um, you then be able to bring Pappy straight back in for, you know, just find two hundred K. that's what I'd probably be looking at doing. It's a bold play, but you know, Nico, whilst that one eighty's had really good start to the year, he hasn't this middle period where they've the Sharks have played pretty well with a with a full quota of players, it hasn't really set the world on fire that, that I can see. I'll jump in, Moon, quickly. Yeah, um, go for it. Mate, he's got the
2: Titans and the Dogs next two weeks. I don't mind where you're at, but I think you do it. If you're going to do that, wait a week or two to get it done. Um, yeah, I mean, he had
0: the Warriors on the weekend. And...
2: He did kick none Since from 14 out. as well. Probably cost him 104 points. But um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like the wind at Shark Park, I tell you. Um, but I just mean, if you're coming into a, a match against the Titans and Pappy hasn't even played yet... I just don't think that's the option. But I'm not against it moving into that round 17 period when they play Cronulla, that is, play Melbourne, although a little bit depleted. Cowboys Penrith South over a four-week period. Also, if Hines plays Origin, even 18th man, you'd have to assume he will. He also won't play the bye. So I don't hate it. Uh, If we have a quick look at his run home on the fly, Hines would then play St. George, Tigers, Manly, Bulldogs, Newcastle. So you'd be sweating bullets for those last five rounds, but maybe you can get him back as well.
0: And that's right. These are the questions you've got to ask yourself. You've got to think, okay, where am I going to be? Do I need to get Pappenhausen in? Or do I just try and, you know, run without him for a couple of weeks and hope he doesn't go 140, 180? Yeah um, I'd, I would he, personally
2: he can't rather, them all I'd lean. rather personally drop one of my <laughs> decent bench players just for a nuffy and have Pavenhausen and Hines because upside wins super coach in terms of they could both score 180 on the same weekend and you're absolutely cooked but there is merit in what you're saying especially over that four week period from round 17 through to about 20 21
1: mm. yeah very interesting argument to one that'll help me. But I mean, I was going to also chime in the beauty of of running the show at SC Play because we had to pick and choose who's on the podcast every week. So basically, if Pappy comes out and goes 150, 150 and he's over a million dollars, you blokes aren't gonna be on the podcast for a long time. However, if he goes fifteen, fifteen off the bench both weeks and he's about six hundred K, we can line you blokes up for around seventeen and we'll get back into you. On my situation, which I was happy to leave it all to you two, but seeing as you two snobs both own him, break even 140, as you said, Spy. The Broncos face, sorry, they face the Bronco, Melbourne face the Broncos, and then they face Manly at Manly. So two pretty tough games there. Uh, The way my situation is, is I've got good jewels. I've got Hines at fullback. So we've got Teddy and Hines at fullback. Cleary and Mam at halfback, and then Cody and Munster at 5'8. So, the way I'm looking at it is firstly, I probably will have to wait until round 17 to get him in. I don't really want to trade any of them. Obviously, the, the, the obvious option there is trading Mam, uh, when once he sort of goes up plenty in price in the next couple of weeks. But, you know, if I was to trade him to him in round 17, I'd be trading a bloke who's in form who's playing round 17, which I don't feel great about, I'm basically banking on the fact, I don't wouldn't say I want it to happen, but any of them six players to, for whatever reason, have a case to sell any of them to move on to Pappenhausen round 17 once he has hopefully dropped in price and proven his fitness. Um, if that doesn't happen and all six of them guys are firing and looking good, it's going to be really, really difficult to work out who to trade out. But on what you've both just said there, not that I'd ever really considered trading out Nico Hines, but on the fact that he likely misses round seventeen, be he on the bench or eighteenth for the blues into that tough draw, that's definitely an option. But you know, trades at a bit of a scarcity makes it tough. Uh, I'm just waiting the next couple of weeks and going to see what pans out and you know, to a lesser degree, hopefully one of them emerges as a sell to go to Pappy. What are your thoughts on that spy? I just want to quickly jump
2: in. You've opened the potty by sledging me about ma'am. When Ulma half scored more than even now, you're saying you might not be able to get Pappy back because you own Mam. That's, that's good news for me, uh, but no, you're right. It's a conundrum. It's hard. Mm. It's that who do you sell? Um, <clears throat> the beauty is you can wait a couple of weeks. Or I th- we think you can wait a couple of weeks. Unless Pappy explodes this week, then you might have to make your decision sooner. But if, if, what you obviously want to happen is Pappy comes back, looks pretty solid, but he's only knocking out seventies, and you can afford to wait. Uh, to at least round 17 to make that decision. Um, but it's it's really hard because it's a bit similar to like, I'd love to get someone like Brian Tott or Campbell Graham this week. Who do you drop? If everyone's going well for you, their buy coverage is uh, going okay, do you drop someone like Penasini who plays the buy? Like probably not. Um, and it's that beauty of Supercatch is you can't have everyone uh, and you certainly can't, can't have them all at the same time. It's when you get guys, when you drop them, uh, it's the key to everything and it makes it fun.
1: Mm, yeah, there there is a chance, and I said I don't, I really don't think it'll come to this. I think it's there's going to be a point where I'm going, I need to trade one of these blokes and, and get him Pappy. But there's a chance I go Mam to Pappenhausen round 18, which I'm not thrilled about, but it may be the option. So we'll see just, what's going to
2: pan out. Yeah, just quickly before Mooney speaks, uh, you could drop, if, assuming Heinz is playing Origin round 17, you could bring Pappy in for Heinz, and then you upgrade Mam back to Hines in like round nineteen twenty 20 for a fair bit of cash. Yeah. That way you're using two trades to get Happy in and then get rid of Mam. So you're actually yeah. using one extra trade. So that might be it as well.
1: Yeah, particularly if Mam is doing well enough that I'm considering keeping him as a player for round 17 – that would likely equate to the fact that he's going all right and maybe got more price rises in him and might peak around 18 or 19. So uh-huh. definitely an option. And, and yeah, maybe the way it'll it'll go. Uh, never even considered selling Nico, but um, there you go. It's so the uh, the changing nature of Supercoach Moon. Yeah,
0: I was just thinking too there, yeah, we, we touched on it at the top of the show. I sold uh, Harry Grant too. So he's probably another guy that I want to probably try and bring back in. So obviously, I've got Pappenhausen, but... If you've sold Grant and Pappenhausen, you have now got to make play for, for two supercoach guns with pretty limited trade. So you've really got to start thinking about what you're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks and when you bring these guys back in, if at all you do bring, say, Grant back in. is um, probably the more important of the two, but really they're, they're, they're both must nice have right to, to run pressure. So it, if it, Yeah. I'd hate to be running without... Grant and Pappenhausen. Oh. And, that's,
2: and that's the risk of selling guns like that. It can pay off big, time, yeah. but then you run into the conundrum of gee, I need both of them back now. Tricky, mm. but at least Harry Grant's dropping in price for those people, which will make
1: it easier. Cop and shade from you two. You're in the bleachers today, and Zed. I'm sitting on the on the side of the field in the uh, next to Ricky Stewart. Boys, <laughs> that's enough on that one. Uh, you've got me. You've got me panicked. But I, Harry Grant will be round 19 for me. Pappenhausen. Jeez, who knows? Let's wait and see, fellas. Shout out to look. Let's just claim him as one of SC Playbook's own. He's in our in-house league. He does a few articles and a few podcasts. Maddy Ryan and the Socceroos clean sheet from the great man McLaren. The, the Socceroos are through to the World Cup. Uh, if I'm rambling on with even more with more crap than normal, it's because I was up at four o'clock to watch that one. So it's been a long, long day between that and the bloke potty. Um, Go the boys, how good. Mate, how good was that? Matty Ryan, what what an absolute legend. A clean sheet in one of the biggest games of his career, Spy.
2: Yeah, I think he's more devastated that he didn't make the right captaincy choice this week, but I know he loves his boys and the Socceroos. Um, gee, I'm pumped for him and the boys. It's it's pretty massive. That's an extra World Cup, obviously, that I, I don't know how old Matty is. He might be around 30. But this could be it. So he might as well go out with a win and you know dust up Messi and Argentina in the final come November.
1: Get yeah, around you know. it. Mooney, was such a big performance from Maddie that the spy's considering returning, replying to his messages next week.
0: <laughs> I um, the poor. Boy, I think he's a Parramatta supporter, Maddie. So he, he was probably um had a pretty rough night out there in Doha trying to get reception to watch the Eels get dusted up. So he, he probably had a bit of fight in him when he came out to play this morning. So oh, well. good to see.
1: He actually. So when I was having a little chat to him, trying to g up a time to come on the podcast, he's really keen to get onto it. Uh, and he goes – he said, uh, oh, let, let's – uh, we can try and aim for next Tuesday because um, if we were to get – if we were – this is before the, the the UAE game or whoever the first qualifier they played there a couple of weeks ago. If we were to get done in that, uh, I'd be available for the following Tuesday. Within about one of a second, he goes, scrap that. We're not losing. Let's aim for the week after. I was just like, oh, that's how Aussie skip us by. That's my boy. Um, That's so good, eh? Just that mentality. Just we Should
2: try. We should try to call him live right now because he's probably absolutely wasted. I don't know if he drinks. they <laughs> will be partying up a storm
0: after qualifying.
1: Yeah, get the soccer's keeper suspended for the World Cup. That'll go I, down I, really I, well. I tell
0: you right, I think the spy is probably the last bloke Matty Ryan was to speak to right
1: now. <laughs> Into him. All right, boys. Uh Spy, speaking of, mate, you asked me for 50 bucks in cash for your efforts this season rather than the regular case of body cruises that I get you at the end of the year. Uh, you go going house hunting, mate. Exciting times. Uh, having much success.
2: Mate, it was funny. We were chatting about it the weekend. I don't know if I'm house hunting as such, but... I actually don't really understand how interest rates and all that work as a as a renter, but I was thinking maybe I'm a chance to actually afford something in the coming years. But I have absolutely no bloody idea where it all starts. So I think uh, you might have a couple of boys for me that can help me, and I can get in touch with them because good at what they do.
1: Matt, you would not believe it. I do Pat and George from Mortgage Choice. They'll put you on the right track free of charge. Only because you're a member of the SC Playbook family. If you've got no idea where to start with it all, Pat and George, Mortgage Choice, flick them a message on Instagram or one word, or give them a call on zero two nine five two one one six one one, and make sure you mention the special code SC Playbook for a free consultation. They'll take care of the rest, steer you in the right direction. Great fellas, great Supercoach players, so give them a call today. So that's Tell free. Them.
2: That, that yeah. means I might be able to buy Mooney a scooter next time I see him. <laughs>
0: There's still a stake in the I
1: know, three and, and you know I offer it every time, so I'm still ready for it. You just make time, mate. Make time. will do. There's more chance of Matty Ryan skipping the World Cup to join the SC Playbook Big Bash podcast team, I reckon. <laughs> Spy, Grant Anderson, one of the most traded in plays this week at 175K. Excellent debut for the Storm there. People are obviously looking at Round 17 coverage, a way to free up money Uh, with Ryan Pappenhausen on the extended bench and a few others potentially due back. It's premature, isn't it? You'd have to wait a week, surely. Yeah, unless
2: you need to go now. Uh, The issue is once um, Pappy comes back, then Meena goes back to the wing, and then we Mm. don't know if it's going to be Grant Anderson or Aaron Meyer who keeps the other spot. It could well be Anderson. He played quite well, strong body. um, But just wait till teams on Friday. If he was named to play on the wing, and you needed to downgrade urgently for whatever reason to free up cash to make a big play for a Graham or a Todd-type to fella, then not against it, but just make sure he's obviously named to start because whilst he's in the 13 at the moment, he could drop out Green-Anderson. So it's, it's a big risk there.
1: Mooney, would you be willing to – and obviously this is people looking at needing to free up money maybe for a big <laughs> trade elsewhere. Is Anderson someone you'd be willing to go early on this week provided we come to kick-off and there's no and, oh, sorry. Let's say Papenhausen does start, meaning to the wing. Anderson keeps his spot with Aramia dropping out.
0: Oh, he looked really good on Sunday afternoon against the Chooks, but he's clutching at straws to to go to someone like him. I think he Papenhausen there. Yeah, if he's named, is he going to play too many too many more weeks? He may play seventeen, but gee, you're going to be. I think you're going to be really um, clutching at straws to bring him in. But that saying that. Things happen and maybe you got to go him and would be against it. Like, like Spice said, big body, look good and straight out of the Melbourne system. So you expect him to, to be good.
1: Yeah,
2: Spy. I think the issue at the moment is um, there's no real standout cheapies for round 17. So mm. at some stage, we may have to take a punt on who we think might get a run.
0: Um, Trent Peoples, I hope. T-Peoples. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's either him or Grant Anderson or whoever it may be. And
0: Brendan had- P. I've had him since round one. Yeah, you mean, he have, he had him had him have him. a game if he wants.
2: You've had him since <laughs> round one last year. He'll get a start for you eventually. Um, there are good raps on him, though, to be fair. Um, and the facts so, are we might need to free up 100k or something in order to afford a round 17 gun, like, let's mm. say, Campbell Graham, who might have a break even now of like 10 or something. If you wait that extra week, it could cost you 50k. So that's where decisions come in. And with no obvious cheapies. tough but if he holds his spot I think he might become the pick of him to be honest
1: yeah the only other one to consider there and hard to say he does win the spot over Jeremiah. The there's Will Warbrick as well I've spoken a little bit about he's a genuine flyer who's been killing it in reserve grade for the storm And every time there's been an opportunity for him to get a start, namely on the weekend, there was another injury concern. So I'll check up on it, but I think it's pretty minor. So that's just one to be concerned of uh, and look out for as well. I'd be waiting on Anderson. I get that you need to make money, but just one that if I was bringing him in, I really want him to be playing around 17. So I'd wait a week, but there may be circumstances where people are going, all right, with a boost, Anderson might be able to get me Mully Tarlow and Campbell Graham or something. So everyone's different. Spy, good question for you. Is it too late for Ezra Mam at three hundred and twelve K, 137K price rise last week? He has the Storm in the Cowboys upcoming. No Adam Reynolds there. Too late for him, or could you still get him at the price?
2: I'd be pretty hesitant to play him to buy him and then play him against Melbourne and the Cowboys or even have him on your bench. I think it had to be last week. I'm not totally against it, but I mean if you didn't buy him last week. Well, I don't understand why you'd then get him this week. Hmm. Um, the only reason I didn't get him is because I couldn't fit him. Simple as that. I would have had to drop a drink water on Moses, which I didn't want to do. So would I then drop someone this week when he's 130K more heading into those two games? I definitely wouldn't. Reynolds will be back soon. Potentially gamble. If they get belted by Melbourne and the Cowboys, maybe he has a rest, doesn't play the buy. Uh, in short, no. But there is still plenty of cash there potentially to be made. So... I don't think it's a madness, but I just don't understand the situation why you'd do it this week if you didn't do
0: it last week.
1: Mooney, what's your take on it? Because I think there'll be a lot of non-owners tinkering over this one this week.
0: I'd probably go against a spy here. I still think there's a lot of money to be made. Right. And it all depends on who you get. like. Like you said, it all depends on who you've got to get rid of to bring him in. He looked awesome the other night. Good off his feet. Knew when to get the ball to. He didn't really sort of overplay his hand either, I thought. Um, I mean, this Brisbane side's red hot too, so I can't not see him playing round 18. I mean, I think spite talking about Gamble and Reynolds and that, like, that sounds like a bloke who doesn't own Ezra Man. That's what that sounds <laughs> like. But, but I mean, God, he has to play 18. I mean, they've they've been on fire, but I still think there's money to be made. Yeah, if you didn't go in last week because of reasons, sure, but I think why not? There's still a lot of money to be made, and he's still going to be a downgrade option. For post-round 18, so...
1: Mooney, you're backing him yeah. for round 18. What do you think his chances are for the buy round in round 17?
0: Yeah, that... Well, <laughs> uh, he'll back up for round 18. <laughs> well,
2: you, like- you could have you let me get that one in, but I still can't get one back at Mooney because you beat me to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have given you that one. Can, I, um, can yeah. I say
2: something that is actually legit important, though? So he's coming off... I'm just going to punch this thing. Come back to me in one minute. I'm going to tell yep. you what his price will be in three weeks if he scores 30 and 30, which could easily happen.
1: Got you, mate. Well, in that while we're waiting for the spy to crunch his numbers, I'm a bit with you, Mooney. I, I think that you can still buy him with a with a very very low break even. I'll get a, get it up here while we're waiting as well. Um, I just think the spy mentioned before that you would like while we break even is negative. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Stay with me, guys. Stay with me. Um, when, While we often say in this podcast that we're moving past the point of cash generation. Negative
0: 51.
1: Negative 51. Thanks, mate. Save me there. Um, while we're moving past the point of cash generation and points are probably more important of a priority it's still important to go down to these cheaper blokes to free up the cash to get your gun. So there's a little bit of a difference between freeing up cash and cash generation approach over points, if that hopefully makes sense. So Ezra M does both of those things, of course, because he's going to make a stack more cash and he's also freeing up cash to make other trades. So I think this week you can. There's every chance it'll be over 400K following this week, in which case I do think it's too late. So it's now or never. Uh, Spy, what have you got for us?
2: Okay, running some numbers, he scores 30 and 30 in the next two weeks. He'll only make about 65 more, okay? Um, and then he's he'd basically plateau out with a BA of like 60. Not saying that's definitely going to ma- happen, but Melbourne Cowboys, it's got to be every yeah. chance without Reynolds as well. So, so, he'd, so make 30,
0: he'd make another 60K this week if he got 30. Uh, this week he would make – oh,
2: you're right. He basically makes 55, 60K this week, and then his be becomes about 30 from there. So yeah. it just means he could stagnate like a lot of good chibis do. But I agree. The kid is very handy. That try he scored, that first try, I don't think they touched him. Um, real good footy. And even the offload for the second one, class footy, it hurt watching it. But as a footy fan, I enjoyed it. Uh, but, yeah, big call. I just don't think – look, if you've got someone obvious to downgrade, I'm okay with it. But I just I just think that the time would have been next week if you had someone obvious to downgrade.
1: lad. Campbell Graham v. Ronaldo Mullitalo vs. Alex Johnston, all at a similar price, all on the up in price due to low break-evens. Similar question to last week, but also one that I can see is being asked and answering multiple times over the next few weeks. Spy, who would you go first out of them three, if you own none?
2: (coughs) Gee, it's tight. Um, I would go... I'm just checking Mulatalo. I think Campbell Graham is right up there. The only question I have on Campbell Graham is origin. Does he come in? Luttrell will be back for game three as long as he's healthy. So it's probably not a spot for him. I really want Campbell Graham this weekend. I already own Mulatalo. He's got another ton on the weekend. Then he plays Gold Coast Titans. But then his run gets harder. I don't I don't have much between Campbell Graham and Mulatalo. Um, and Alex Johnson... I've already owned him, so I'm a bit off him. <laughs> <He> scored <laughs> really well on the weekend, but we know he's got the upside. South have in the next few weeks. Saints, Para, then Newcastle Dogs. Depends how the Dogs play and how South play. Um, I thought Alex Johnson would go well against the Titans. They're pretty flaky on an edge. Does he keep going? At 660k, he'd be third on my choices out of those three
1: guys. Nice mate, Moon. What would you go with? <clears throat> yeah, I
0: watched. I got. I own Graham. And Mulatalo. so but I mean, if you the question is for those three, I think Graham mm. out and out is the, is the must have of those three. Mm. Uh, just his his floor is he's so high. I mean, the like gets through a mountain of work, regardless of what he just scores well mm. in Supercoach. He has a tackle break, he offloads. He's that guy that you just don't know you don't see him out there, but he ends up on fifty without realising. So yep. whereas I don't think Mulatalo or AJ have that in their game. And uh, they've obviously got the higher, I think, the higher the ceilings, obviously, with the tries. But um, two sides that do not you know, both be playing for top eight spots. And I think Campbell Graham is out now. The footballer, those sorry.
2: Yeah. I, I oh, Sorry, I just agree with everything you said, except the fact that you take that four of Campbell Graham. Because whilst the floor's is lovely, Mulitalo against the Titans, Saturday afternoon, he could score four tries, honestly. Watch it on the weekend. He got two. Sharks probably didn't play that well. He could have easily had four or five. It could happen. Uh, And I think that upside of like that 180 score that he could jag could be a difference maker. So I'd probably edge to him first and then get Campbell Graham closer to 17. Uh, But I'll get your point. Both are very good. (laughs) That's handy.
1: Mooney, what about Could Kutal for over 100k cheaper? And shout out to our boy Desi Creek for calling that one the last couple of rounds ago, I think it was to late 90s on the weekend as well. Is he a bloke you'd consider, or would you go for, I suppose, the more proven players that were previously mentioned? No, absolutely. I think the time's now to,
0: to pull the trigger on a, on a real good pod that um, <coughs> has a really good history of scoring tries. The, the way I watched um, Cronulla play the other night, it seemed like than was a heavily, a lot more involved than what he has been in the past few weeks. Mm. Um, and whether or not they tend to to go to Qatar a little bit more, I noticed, than Molotalo's um, edge. And I think that might just be the um, sort of the Ramian factor there too, coming back. So he's a he's a special player. And Ramian too, having him on the inside, it's, chalk, it's pretty much the same having guy, but um, I think Ramian's probably just that bit classier and, and can sort of shift out to to Qatar um, a little bit easier and they with more than the way he played the other night, I think they'll probably start to favour the right a little bit more, to be honest.
1: Spy, Brian Toto is a bloke who is firmly on my radar this week, despite I am going quite hard at round 17 targets, but averaged 84 last season. He's averaging a uh, tick over 50-odd this season. Mate, he's, look, he's as cheap as we're going to get him this year, 564 K. k 58.7 years this season after a one sixteen on the weekend. Where does he sit for you? Because on what he could do to the Warriors and what I'm... Basically, I'm expecting him to turn up this week. But he then goes into a game into the Roosters, which is a bit of a toughie, uh, followed by he'll be off on origin duty. Where does he sit for you? And is he a bloke you'd be keen to go early on?
2: Oh, I'm very keen. I'm moving heaven and earth to do it. But when you've got a bunch of solid by-players there, Um, take Panasini for example who's in my side I could go Penasini to Toto and yeah sweet I'm getting a gun at the right price but over the next three weeks if Panasini scores if he averages 60 for the next three weeks including the buy it's 180 points that Toto would have to get in just his two games Mm. however the other factor is Toto's price is about to blow out so if he's at 564k now he could easily be 650 by the time you want him so Maybe there's merit in moving a a buy around guy if you're pretty confident he's going to get potentially a ton this weekend, maybe the weekend after. Um, But obviously, if you've got someone there who doesn't play the buy, that would be much better. So maybe it's a Taigo, his teammate. Maybe Tago's topped out and you go to Toa for the very similar price. I really want Toa is the short answer, but it's just a matter of trying to figure out how to get him. Um, because you've got Campbell Graham and Mulatalo. Campbell Graham is about to go up, blow out in price as well. So with him playing the buy and playing good footy, I think he's more of an important target just for that that buy <laughs> coverage. But yeah, if we find a way to get him in, get him in for sure.
1: Moon, one that I, I shouldn't say I didn't expect to be saying it uh, earlier on in the season because we just knew that he needed minutes. We knew the output was there, but Maxie King... He's very quickly emerging as, and to, I think, the Spies' credit, I think he called it as an anti-pod play. I uh, was starting about that a couple of weeks ago, but he's emerging as a potential keeper. Still in a lot of teams. There'll be a lot of sleepers there, I think, but boasting a three-round average of 63. Last three rounds, he's averaged 56 minutes per game. He's, look, he's a bloke that I... Still want to move on before seventeen because I don't really need him. But look, if he can keep punching out mid to late sixties, he might be a he might be a hold mooney.
0: Yeah, I think he's a definite hold. He was awesome last mm. last night against the Eels. Um, being moved back to the front row this week. I don't know if that's going to affect his minutes. Looks like Tavita Pango is named at Locke, Roman Fatala Mariner and Josh Jackson in the back row. So. Whether that affects his minutes, I don't know. Um, still said to make a little bit of money for you. The front row, what have we got? Papali, Haas, Tama Lolo's. He's probably a really good third place spot um, to hold there for the rest of the year if you need to. You want another player out and just run with three front rowers in case one of those two guys get injured there because I don't think you need to carry three or four gun front rowers. I think two, two good front rowers and maybe a Maxi King, so... I'll definitely be holding. I think he's mm. we've got the Tigers this week. That if they aim up like that in the next few weeks, is yeah, a massive chance for some big scores.
2: I agree on the hold front, Mooney. All I'd say is he falls in that category. If you needed to move someone on to get the likes of Campbell Graham and he's your only option, then I'd be happy to do it. But I agree, he'd be a really nice backup front rower, um... If you can oh, do it for you, but but if the oh, value you can get out of him is a guy like Graham, then I'd happily move him on. But very handy, very good. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I just I just see that you know they might tell him, oh, pick up an injury and he's off for a week. And then you're forced to oh, play an Andrew for feeder at your front row or yeah.
2: make a trade that you really oh you still don't. need a backup absolutely. there. You need yeah. someone there as a backup before selling. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Hmm. And that's where I'm at uh, with Maxie King. Yeah, you could easily hold him for the rest of the season, provided these minutes and output are maintained. Break even of twenty two though. I just see value there. If I can get him at five hundred k and trade him, um, yeah. But I mean, I see where, where like I want to do it, but at the same time, I said I've got Andrew for feeder and King is back up to Papaliti and Taumalolo, so there'd need to be a, a contingency plan if one of them two were to go down or miss a game. So food for thought. But I still have him on the the sell category. That being said. The fact that anyone who has held him, oh, gee, he's going to be fantastic value with another sort of 100 to 150K to come in that one. Katoni Staggs, eighth most traded out. Just a quick note on him because we've spoken plenty on him. Uh, I touched on it last week, but I ended up holding just because the trail is due back now. We believe he'll probably play Origin 3, provided he comes back from injury okay. Him and Jackie White in the centers, I think there's every chance Staggs plays around 17, which will be a very valuable number. So I think I'll be holding on to Katoni Staggs. Lad, let's jump into a few questions from social media, and I'll start. No, I won't. Let's go to our round 15 trades and skippers. Spite. Spite's muted himself and hasn't worked it out yet. Yeah, I've muted myself. Uh, he
2: just threw me a massive dummy, and I've, I've overcommitted to the line and ended up in front of you. But I'll regroup here.
1: That was uh, a Watson Carlos special.
2: That was. That was. Um, I've just done the one trade at the moment, having a quick look the Sabo. It's Joey Manu to Campbell Graham. I don't really want to get rid of Manu, but long-term, if I can get someone like a Campbell Graham in who mm. plays the buy, but I'm going to ponder that hard. The issue with selling Manu is he's probably going to be full back against Saints in round 18, which is huge. But in yeah. saying that, there might not be another another way to get Campbell Graham, in which case I might just have to sacrifice and hope instead of having 58 hit-ups that week, Andy Ball plays a bit more <laughs> or 10 tacks up. That would be lovely. But, yeah, just got that pencil in at the moment. I'm doing everything I can to get To in. Uh, but it could be a pretty quiet weekend on the trade front. We'll just see how things pan out. Trade and uh, skippers, pretty hard not to have clear against the Warriors, so it would be nice for sure.
1: Mm, interesting, a uh save trade from the Spy potentially. Moon, what do you got?
0: Yeah, I'm in a similar boat. I'm sort of torn on whether or not to, to go hard for 17 or for round 18, um, go hard for 17 or actually just look to build my side for the run home and bring in someone like a Joey to- Joey Taps, um, I don't own Garrick either, so I could I could do Butcher to Tappany um, quite easily, and then then he's there for the run home, and I don't have to worry about watching him play fifty eight minutes of unbelievable football each week. Um, Talakai to Garrick's another one, but again, this is providing I look at the the overall end of the year picture rather than that that straight round seventeen. So I'd probably look at maybe even holding some trades this week. I used a boost last week, so uh, i only got, I think, 14, 15 trades left, so I might even be holding, depending on, on some teamless dropping and what Pappenhausen does. Mm,
1: yep, fair shout uh, for the styles I'm a little bit the same, uh, fellas. It's been a, a bit of a frantic week with uh, the Queen's... Bir- oh, well, where are we at? Queen's birthday on Monday. Pushed back a week, so all the work gets pushed back. The bloke podcast was today, so I haven't had a terrific chance to have a look at my trade options this week. However... I would really like to get Toto into my team, uh, however, that may happen. A few options to get him in, in different spots. Got about 80K in the cap at the moment. Uh, Also, having looked through the options, I don't love a lot of buys this week. I think I'm happy to maybe potentially use one trade this week, save one, and then I've got two boosts left. So then boost in round 16 and 17. So that'll be seven trades uh, at this stage. Could easily change. I'll let our WhatsApp group of subscribers know what my trades are before the end of the weekend. I'm sure you fellas will be on there to confirm those as well. Fellas, social questions. First one from Jeff Sims, Spy. What's the most points behind first place can you be at the moment and re- realistically have a shot at winning? Is 500 too much?
2: Oh, it's so hard to tell because so much to unfold still. We've got, what is it, round 14. We're just a bit over halfway, so... Certainly, you can be further away than that, in my opinion, if you play your cards right. And obviously, the further you're back, the the more pod things you'd have to do later in the season. But let me run you through an example. It's around 23. Um, you own Brian To'o, for example. Plenty of others may not because they don't have the trades or the money to get him in post-origin when you're chasing your Harry Grants and your Pappenhausen. So you go, okay, I'm going to captain Brian To'o against, uh, you know, someone someone down the, the rung of the ladder who's struggling. He gets four tries that day, scores 190 points, which he's more than capable of. And everyone else captains, let's say it's a Pappenhausen weekend. Pappenhausen goes off early with a sore leg for 30. That's like 160 extra points. But because they don't own uh, Brian Toto, that's 320 points in one player in one round. So it shows just shows how many points you can get back pretty quickly, uh, but you would have to make a few runs. But I think at this stage, don't panic about where your rank is. Just reassess around round 20. That's when you have a fair idea of where you're at. But my advice is unless you're heavily into head-to-head and chasing sort of big dollar leagues, then it's always a good contest to see where you finish anyway. Like even if you think you might be out of the running, you still want to try to finish top 1,000 or top Mm. 100, whatever it may be, and then you compare it and get better for years moving on because that experience you get from doing different things in the back half of the year Mm -hmm. might be the difference between winning it a year or two down the line. So just keep going hard, but I think plenty to play outside, so don't give up just yet.
1: Well put, mate. I think if you finish top 1,000, you get a $30 KFC voucher or something. So if that's not something to play for, I don't know what is. (laughs) Mooney, Samuel over 39th overall, another great of the Supercoach community. No, Sammy. (laughs) Sammy, good man. Uh, Sammy asks, hey, fellas, what are your thoughts on Keon kaloma Tangi? Started off the season well but has dropped off a tad, hence the price drop. He's a potential round 17 number for me, so I was keen on your thoughts. Cheers. Mooney, what are your thoughts on Keon?
0: Yeah, I don't mind it. He's been oh, not so much on my radar, but he's that type of guy that you see pop up in a couple of sides, head to head, and you sort of do worry about. Um, probably doesn't have that sort of good base that a, a Olakawatu or a Crichton has. Um, if you're looking at around seventeen number, then absolutely, I don't think there are too many other sort of options that are screaming at pick me, pick me. But um, if you're looking at sort of a six week play, maybe not. Um, got Saint George this week, so mm. yeah, cheap five ninety five hundred k. He's dropped what's it thirty eighty odd k this year, so.
1: He's a he's very, very interesting one, isn't he? He's a guy I was eyeing yeah. off a little bit earlier in the year, um, and then he's just really quite fallen off the radar. But he's still averaging 61 this season. He's very attack-reliant. He's he's a very similar supercoach player to Viliami Kikau, but Kikau, Kikau's game's just gone to such ridiculous heights that the attack just keeps coming, and you expect it to keep coming. But Look at under 500k, break even of 55. So it could be a little sneaky one to consider. Uh, don't mind that one, that one at all. Uh, in the similar sort of mold in the back rowers, question from Wade Sweeney Spy. Hamale Olukuwatu, a top four or five second row forward, thinking of getting him for the run home. So a lot of questions on Olukuwatu because he was absolutely enormous on the weekend. Answer me Spy, I probably think for from a head-to-head perspective and an overall perspective, would you be looking at getting him?
2: Bloody oath. He's a pleasure to own. Uh, I've had him since about round six and there's he's just lovely Bust tackles. His work rate's actually pretty good as well. And now that Tommy's out of the side, it really is noticeable he gets so much more ball. Um, but the last two or three weeks, he's gone to another level. He's just laying blokes out in front of him, even off standing starts. He's a try scorer. Um, head-to-head, 100% get on him right now. Uh, before he buys out too much. Overall, is a bit trickier. It just depends who you're giving up in order to get him. Um, but y- you can't go wrong with him, provided he's healthy. Uh, he's outstanding. He's such a good player. Moon, you'd be able to attest to that as a as an avid Seagull.
1: Moon's not allowed to be oh, the Seagulls question, sorry. <laughs>
0: so just get Desi then. He'll, he'll say the same thing. <laughs> I, can't, I, I love his going to play for Tonga. I think that's awesome for the international game.
2: That is cool. That is cool. Um, good on him. Just quietly, Moon's probably still holding Trebovich. We checked that. You know the after <laughs> I
0: never, I never owned Tommy this year.
2: Wow, madness. Yeah, there
1: you go. No. Miracles do happen. He's okay with it. I've spoken to him. He's okay. with it. He's all good. Desi Creek, yeah. Desi Creek, save trades this year, and Nick Moon as uh <laughs> didn't buy Tom Trebovich. What's miracle. going on? Um, question from Sam tonight. All right, so you've got Garrick, Manu, Mulitalo, and Graham. You have to sell one to get Pappy back. Who do you choose? Now, Spy, you've already mentioned Manu, so we've got your answer. Mooney, if you had to sell one of those four, who would it be?
0: Garrick, Manu, Mulitalo, or Graham. Wow, that's tough. Yeah, it's tough Guys, Two of them
2: play round (laughs) 7A, Mooney, by the way, which would have to help, and that's Mulitalo and Graham.
0: They all play round 18. Um, (laughs) If they knock up. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Can I ask the audience? 50-50, Eddie? God, I, I don't know. Maybe Manu. Maybe Manu's the one. Um, 69 on the weekend. Nice little offload to of Suwali. But, yeah. Manu, to answer your question.
1: So, spy your Manu as well? Yeah, I'd definitely be Manu out
2: of those guys. hate mm. not only go. Jeez, he's busy. Mm.
1: Question from Joel Fraser. All of the cheapies making money, which one would you sell out of Cooler and Karaz? Both going to make a fair bit. Uh, it's a good question because people would sit there and go, well, you wouldn't sell either of them. But, you know, we, we talk about it week in, week out. Break-evens aren't everything at this time of the year. Uh, it's fantastic that both of those fellas have generated another round of cash rises. I held Cooler and sold Karaz last week. thought it was a masterstroke when Cooler went well. Then Karaz came out and showed him up. But let's say people are looking to bring in, you know, let's say a Brian Toto or something spy this week. They need to sell one center wing. I could understand why they'd be looking to sell one of these guys with low break evens. Would you sell Kula or Kiraz first?
2: Yeah, it's a good play for Brian Toto. I'm thinking of something similar myself in potentially selling Kuraz early for Toto. Um, because obviously the money that Karaz and Cooler are going to make gets offset by the money that Tyler makes, uh, and he could throw a lot more points. So that's huge. It's a good play. Uh, I don't own Cooler, but that's who I'd be moving on. Uh, Karaz has 98 in his rolling average. His work rate is through the roof, uh, and Cooler has Cowboys and Melbourne the next few weeks. So I think it's an easy decision that one.
1: Mooney, question from Ryan Francis Hughes: Time to sell Nick Meaney or hold for round seventeen? Could use his cash to get in Paps if named. You've just muted yourself as well, you idiot. This is what I have to deal with every single week on this podcast. Oh, mate, I tell you, that's what you get for them.
0: you pay. You pay peanuts, you get chimpanzees,
1: mate.
0: If you do, <laughs> <mate. laughs> if you pay. Paid-
1: if you didn't have a crack at me about Pappenhausen earlier, I'd edit those things out, but they're going to have to stay, so stuff is. Oh, it's
0: lovely. Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, trading out Nick Meany, I think. Um, if that's your way to, to Ryan Pappenhausen, then absolutely. Pappy comes back, you assume he takes the goal kicking, so there's sort of 20-odd points that Nick Meany's going to get. Um, Nick has probably done the exact same thing we all thought Nick Meany was going to do, and... and play a blinder for the Storm and force his way into that
1: 7-8. Mate, your oh. car in the mid-strength Northerns end of season has been downgraded to to his light, so you can dwell over that one when you go to sleep tonight. It's, it's all right,
2: Mooney. Apparently, I'm getting raspberry cruisers. They're not too bad. We can have them.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm still chewing through the hammer and tongs you got me last year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a question from Sam Kokokius. Apologies if I ever pronounced that one wrong. Spike. Went Torhu instead of Ola for round 13. Do I burn a trade to get Torhu to Ola or keep Torhu? It's a good question because Torhu, I've got so much faith that he'll come good, but you know the Warriors are battling. Torhu coming back from the ACL looked really good early, but his last few weeks have been quiet. What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I, I couldn't hold Mr. Harris based on that. As long as you've got the trade to do it, uh, I think Ola Kwatu's. Quite possibly a no brainer. Um Harris's minutes have been really good. He'll he'll probably keep being okay. But mate, Ola your man. He's had like something like twenty three tackle busts in two games. Get on board.
1: Right, guys, let's wrap that up for the SC Playbook podcast this week. I'm sick of being the target. I can't believe I was on a podcast with the spy and I was the number one target. Uh but we'll work <laughs> on that one in the off in the off season. Mooney, thank you very much, mate.
0: Thanks, Fats. Thanks, Spy. I'm going to pick uh, better things to do with me Tuesday night, but it's great to
2: spend (laughs) some time with the two of you. Cheers, Spite. Thanks, boys. Well, speaking of Tuesday nights, you pick a time and we'll have that steak, but you do need to pick a time so I can get it for you, mate. But well done tonight.
1: Thanks, guys. Cheers Cheers for tuning in. Bye.